0: Joining us right now, as a matter of fact, I saw this individual at the Minnesota State Fair yesterday. Say good morning to St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter. Good morning, sir. Hey,
1: good morning. Good, good to see you yesterday. Good to hear your voice this morning.
0: Good to hear you too. And uh, you know, you're making a lot of noise in the city of St. Paul as you always have. And uh, there are two big initiatives that really uh, are—they appear to be really close to you. One of those is uh, curing homelessness in the city of St. Paul. Can you talk about that?
1: Well, I wish we could say we're curing it. We're working out really hard to address the issues that we've seen. You know, back a couple of summers ago, just the summer before the pandemic, we had about 30 people sheltering in tents in our city. Uh, when the pandemic hit, we saw that number increase by a factor of 10. You know, it's been important for us to ensure that we're providing services for those residents, connecting them to support. Uh, and providing the top quality of constituent service for them because they're residents of our city, same as we are. Uh, and that's been something that's very important. It's something that, that I feel like St. Paul is uh, uh, providing leadership for the country.
0: So in providing that leadership, uh, what are the tenets of your homelessness plan to eradicate that in the city of St. Paul?
1: You know, our our, our goal is to ensure that every member of our community has safe, stable, affordable housing and so you know we take a really high touch perspective uh we you know have shifted from a names approach uh, sh- shifted to a names approach from a numbers approach uh so that our counselors our outreach folks uh spend an enormous amount of time engaging folks who are uh, sheltering outdoors um, and connecting them uh, understanding their stories everybody has a different reason why they're you know, why shelter doesn't work for them uh so identifying permanent solutions uh, that meet those individuals needs uh, is, is really critical. One of the things that's really, uh, I think, important to note, you know, that and this is the case for St. Paul and Minneapolis, we end up having uh, more supports for individuals who are housing insecure. And so, you know, then some of our suburban or rural uh, partners do. Mm. Uh, and so what do you do? If you lose access to your housing in Greater Minnesota, or in a place that doesn't have those levels of supports, uh, you move to the Twin Cities, where they where they do have those levels of supports. So one of the things uh, that you know we're really uh, intentional about is making sure that our partners at the Capitol, the governor, has been a great partner for us, uh, because without state support, without regional support, the Twin Cities ends up trying to hold up a whole region, a whole state of need, and that's going to be unsustainable.
0: So you just released your budget. Where? What is the line item? Uh, in your budget for this particular initiative, what does it cost?
1: You know, it's uh, this. This is something we've been investing in over the last few years uh, because it's so critical. Uh, we've added outreach staff. Uh, we've added kind of what we call our uh, heart team, homeless assistance response team, uh, to make sure that we're connecting individuals uh, who are in crisis, individuals who are sheltering outdoors, uh, with. The resources and supports that they have mm-hmm. uh, we've had to build the capacity to uh, help facilitate uh, the closing of tent encampments for example uh, we only close tent encampments if we have a warm safe clean space for every individual uh, to sleep that same night uh, and so that's a, a pretty critical capacity that we've built uh, and this is helpful uh, because at some level it saves us money as well uh, because, you know, when we see 911 uh, calls, this is a part of our alternative response strategy uh, when we realize that sometimes when people call 911, it's because there's, there's just no substitute for a police officer or a firefighter. But really, a lot of times when people call 911, uh, it's because there's someone in crisis or some challenge in their community that they don't know how to address on their own. But a housing counselor, a mental health person, an EMT, uh, something like that uh, could actually help address the problem. Uh, better uh, while allowing our police officers to focus on more acute violent crime.
0: Everyone, Mayor Melvin Carter with us this morning. I, I love calling it Cartertown, St. Paul, Minnesota, the mayor of that wonderful city. <laughs> <laughs> I know that uh, you've got to be excited. I know we were when we heard the news that uh, you've, you've set up a program in consultation with the Fabulous Foundation to make education much more affordable for citizens of your community.
1: You know, um, and and if you're talking about our college savings accounts initiative, that's something that's absolutely important to us. Uh, We started an initiative uh, my first, uh, well, we started planning it my first year in office. Effective 2020, every child born in our city is born with $50 in a college savings account. We really mean every child. Uh, I always joke with folks, if you have a baby in St. Paul and you don't want your baby to have a college savings account, there's paperwork to fill out because we (laughs) do mean every child. And so that's a part of inspiring and motivating our young children to think about college start thinking about college early research shows that children from low and moderate income families that literally have more than one dollar set aside for college when they graduate from high school are three times more likely to go and when they do they're four times more likely to graduate so it's an incredible intervention it's a part of a whole suite of things that we're doing uh from guaranteed income uh pilot uh to the bridge fund that we've used to put out uh, cash to low income families, uh, to a program we call Families First that we use to help low income uh, families of school aged children pay the rent and stay stably housed. Uh, and most recently, we launched uh, a proposal to the city council called the Inheritance Fund that would take descendants of old Rondo. We know the story of the Rondo community that was up, the African American community that was uprooted to build the freeway. And that you know gutted the family inheritance of many of our families here in St. Paul uh, and in Minnesota. And so our plan is to provide a very significant $100,000 for up to $100,000 forgivable subsidy to help low-income descendants of Old Rondo Be able to either purchase a new home or $85,000 to help the existing resident renovate an existing home to help facilitate the recreation of those family inheritances and that wealth right here in our community. These are all strategies that we're doing to try to help facilitate asset building and wealth creation in our community so that we can uh, stabilize really through economics.
0: All right, everyone, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter with us this morning. As a final thought on a lighter note, when you get to the state fair, what what is the what what's the first thing that you have to do? Of course, besides talking with KMOJ.
1: I was gonna say the first thing we have to do is talk to the KMOJ. <laughs> you know, we like to visit all of our we like to visit all of our partners. You know, our uh, you know our labor partners there, the DFL booth there. Uh, we certainly like to uh, go visit the St. Paul businesses, and so I have all kinds of just uh, amazing food for a good cause. Somebody said yesterday it's bad for your body, but it's good for the spirit. Um, and then you know I, I don't like to leave the fair without having you know some some of my favorite staple foods: the bacon, the pork chop on a stick, uh, you know some uh, and and certainly those sweet Martha's cookies. Uh, we end up kind of doing that uh, doing that rotation.
0: <laughs> sweet Martha's got a corner on the market, I'm telling you. You know we we've, we've kind of covered a few yeah, things really here this, this morning. Is there a final thought that you'd like to leave for the citizens of St. Paul? and, of course, folks listening around the country that we've not yet touched on that you want to make sure is perfectly clear for those listening this morning.
1: Yeah, you know, people look at us a lot and say, you're doing things differently. You know, why are you doing things this differently? And, and you know, the answer is because uh, the stuff we've been doing hasn't worked. Somebody asked me recently why we're doing a, you know, why, through our guaranteed income pilot, uh, we're providing $500 a month uh, for low-income families to just, you know, unconditional cash transfers. And they said, why do you think we should change our approach uh, to end in poverty, and you know the joke is we're 60 years into a war on poverty, and we just now thought of giving money to the to, to poor people. That's why uh, our, our 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 work isn't working. All of this comes together, Freddie, in a strategy. Um, that I think of as sort of shifting the way we approach city building. We've been told forever, and I think it's true, that the important jobs of a city are public safety, uh, infrastructure, and economic development. But we've been sold these uh, approaches that always work against the folks in our community. Uh, Public safety uh, is about kind of hunting down the bad guys and rooting them out of town. Uh, Infrastructure is about building a freeway that uproots our African-American community. uh, And economics... Is about, you know, p- paying businesses and residents and workers from out of, out of town to try to come into town while the people in our community, uh, you know, suffer all these kind of different challenges. Our approach is the complete opposite. It's to say, how do we double down every day and bet on the families, the children, the businesses that already exist in our community? That's the road that we're paving for the future of St. Paul. And we're excited to see where that goes.
0: And we're excited, too. And, you uh Mayor Carter, we, I owe you a big apology, and I want to say it right here publicly that I, I apologize for not having you on our air more often than we have. And it's my pledge. First, I apologize. Secondly, my pledge is to have you on much, 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 much more, and I can't even quantify that more frequently than what we have. But please, accept my apologies, sir.
1: No, no apology necessary. I love listening to you guys. You know I love your jingle, and so I'd be happy to do that.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you very much, Mayor Melvin Carter, with us this morning live on KMOJ. Thanks so much for being with us, and have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you, sir. You too. Take it easy. All right. Bye-bye.